0: All right, Second String Podcast. Happy Tuesday, folks. Hope everybody's having a wonderful day today. If you're still working, only what, two more days? I think everyone gets Christmas Eve off, right, in corporate America. So today, tomorrow, you're there. You're almost there. Best part about the long weekend is the short week, baby. You're almost there. If you're not working, you're already off. Congratulations. Hope you're spending your time well with the family, hopefully not watching Michigan State basketball, Hope you're doing a bunch of things that make you happy and not super frustrated and want to pull your hair out. Christmas is here, baby. I uh, I think I'm going to do a Christmas podcast, maybe. I don't know. Defending. I have some Christmas takes, even though that sounds kind of crazy. I feel like I have some Christmas takes. I When it comes to like movies, music, things like that, that I, I tend to get pushback on, and then I'm always like, what the fuck? People don't like that stuff? That's kind of crazy. So I think either – I don't know. I'll either put it out Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. Maybe if you're just you've had enough for the family and you need like a half hour, you want to go and listen to Nick Bradley talk about his favorite Christmas things that everyone else hates. Maybe I'll put that out for Christmas. We'll see. But the objective, the plan here today, we're talking Michigan State hoops. As you know, I'm re- so I'm recording this Monday. So last night MSU played Northwestern, and it was it was a curb stopping insert any violent adjective in there, that's what it was. Teeth kicked in, ass whooping, curb stomping, wringing you like a towel and then beating you, your dad getting out the belt on you. That's what Northwestern did to us. They had their way with us. Like we were a, a sick puppy. They had their way with us. They took us behind the woodshed. They said, Lenny, look at the rabbits, Lenny. Look at the rabbits. Bang! That's exactly what Northwestern did to us. It was, that That was about as bad as a college basketball game, let alone Michigan State game, I think I've ever seen. I mean, it was from the the moment the game – actually, not the moment the game started. I would say the first, like, three minutes, State looked pretty good. And then after the first three minutes, it was about as bad as anything I've ever seen. Now, I want to – I want to preface this because as we do as State fans, this is a tradition unlike any other – This happens every year. It's an annual ISO tradition. We'll play a random team, a random game, maybe kind of a lower-tier Big Ten team earlier in the year, December, January. We'll lose. We'll look like shit. We'll look like a high school team. We'll look like we haven't practiced in months. And then everyone will go to Twitter, freak out, yell. Don't get me wrong. I was yelling at my TV. I was saying, oh, my God, how do you do that? Why'd you do this? I was with you, no doubt. But we'll get the people that go to Twitter and are like, oh, man, this team stinks what's Izzo doing, or is he done, all that. The the doomsday people. That's a classic Michigan State. If you're familiar with the basketball fan base, it is a tradition unlike any other. Losing an early game that you know probably doesn't really matter what. It's our seventh game of the season. Sucks that it was a Big Ten game, especially because the Big Ten game is going to be a fucking dogfight and every single game is going to matter. That sucks, absolutely. But it's our seventh game of the year. It's December. It's not even Christmas. Sure, we lost. Nobody likes losing. Certainly not I. But let's pump the brakes a little bit. Like, we get all the doomsday people out here ready to fucking sound the alarms and kick everybody out. Like, guys, this happens every single year with these teams. Remember the team last year? It wasn't even December. It was like the team last year, Cassius' senior year, those guys were losing games in like January, early February, where it was like, oh, man, What what is up with this team? That Michigan game? Anybody remember that? What what was that? Was that late January where we played Michigan and got dominated the entire game and we were clearly a better team than them last year? Like, guys, that happened last year. Later in the season, against our arch rival, like, let's you know, take a breather, like, put it in perspective. Realize it's funny. Every single year we have these games. We lose these early games. Everyone wants to freak out and And declare the world ending. It's like, guys, this is what we do. This is Michigan State basketball at its finest. This is like outside of playing tough defense and rebounding, this is like the third in the pecking order of what MSU Hoops does lose early season random games where we look like we haven't played in years. That's what MSU Hoops does. So let's pump the brakes a little bit before anybody's too fired up or you're saying something that you're going to regret in a couple months. Like, Let's pump the brakes, man. Remember last year, we had later season losses where we looked the exact same. And then obviously, no tournament last year, but going into that Big 10 tournament last year, I can't I don't know. State was a you got to tell me they were a top 5 team in the country. Like if you had to bet five teams you think are win, State was right there. I mean, we were playing as well as anybody in the country come March last year. I have no doubt I have no doubt. I'm not worried. MSU will be back there. It's fucking – it's not even Christmas. We still got three months to figure this thing out. Again, Big Ten loss, that hurts a little bit. If this was an out-of-conference game, I'd be even more like, who cares? If it was out-of-conference, it would be a total like, who cares? It doesn't even matter. This game is completely pointless. Like, If you think this team's not going to make the tournament, you're out of your mind. This team will make the tournament, okay? If you think this team isn't going to still be at the top of the Big Ten when this thing's over, you're out of your mind. This team is going to be there. It's going to be us. It's going to be Illinois. It's going to be Iowa. Maybe Rutgers now. I don't know. Ohio State, Michigan. Like We're going to be right there. We're going to be fucking taking punches all year long. That's what the Big Ten is this year. The Big Ten is Tyson, Holyfield, Muhammad Ali, Frazier, Joe Lewis. Like It's the best of the best this year. There is going to be no, no lay down, easy, fucking roll over and let me plow you for 50. There's going to be none of that in the Big Ten this year. If you thought that's the way it was going to be, even if it is Northwestern, like that Boo Booey kid can play. He's been there for a couple of years. If you thought the Big Ten this year was going to be fucking, I'm going to go in with my milk money and leave with a full pizza, you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. It is going to be a street fight. Every single night, I don't care if we're playing Ohio State. I don't care if we're playing Illinois. I don't care if we're playing Northwestern. I don't care if we're playing Rutgers. Like it is at weekend or not weekend, night in and night out. It's going to be tough to win, even on the road. I know there are no fans, but you get used to where you play your home games. There's a re like you play half your games at one place and then all the other games you play one here, two there. Like, the road still matters a little bit. Obviously, no fans is huge, but it still matters. Like, we relax. We lost the road game in December. It's it happens. This happens every year. Izzo, he, there's a reason he's gonna be, or he already is in the Hall of Fame. There's a reason he's already in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best college football or college basketball coaches on the planet today, maybe all time. I mean, at, like, he's a legend for a reason. There's a reason state's made, whatever, 23 or 24 straight NCAA tournaments. There's a reason Michigan State is at least, like, a top seven program in the country, and it has been for my entire life. Like, all of that happens for a reason. If you thought this team was going to go undefeated in the Big Ten, you're crazy. If you thought they were going to go 30-0, and you're nuts. Like, it's going to happen. Now, they played fucking terribly. I'm not, like... Don't take that as me saying, oh, it was a good game. They played their hearts out like, let's clap them up and and go home. Fuck no. That game was pathetic. That was an embarrassment. I understand. I'm going to contradict myself. I know I just said even like the Northwesterns of the world, they're OB solid this year. Bro, it's fucking Northwestern. We're Michigan State. They're Northwestern. We win those games. We're Michigan State. You're Northwestern. We beat you. That's, that's, it's like Peaky Blinders when Alfie Solomon says, big fuck small. We're big, you're small. Big fuck small. That's just the way it is. It didn't go that way last night, but that is the way it should be. That's That adds to why unacceptable. And, again, it's another thing if uh, we lost on a buzzer beater or it was neck and neck and they pulled it out at the end. We got our fucking asses kicked the entire night. So I understand. I understand where where the red flags are coming from and why everyone's freaking out. I get it. I totally do. I'm sure it wouldn't have been that way if it was a buzzer beater. The fact that they dominated us and they looked like Michigan State and we looked like Northwestern for 40 minutes, that, that I get it. I understand why people are like, well, fuck, we can't have that. But, you know, remember, we're Michigan State. Tom Izzo is a legend for a reason. He's been doing this a very long time. We are good at basketball every single year. We make the tournament every single year. This year will be no different. Come March, we'll be a top 15 team. We'll be right there. We'll be in the hunt. We will have a chance to win a national championship. Knock on wood, barring COVID cancels another one. But we will be right there. I promise you, folks. So let's take a deep breath. Everyone with me. Ready? In through the nose. Hold it. Out through the mouth. Okay? We're there, folks. Just take a chill pill, baby. Relax, girl. Put your records on. Throw on a record, have a beer, have a glass of wine, tell your parents you love them, get a good night's sleep tonight, go pet your dog, take a walk, man. Notice how beautiful the world is. Christmas is here. Think about things you're grateful for. Like, we're going to be okay. We will. I promise you. I'm going to lead you through it, guys. I'm going to hold your hand and we're going to take one step at a time. I'm going to be right by your side. And when you say, hey, oh, Nick, Nick, you pull at my pant like, Nick. There's a monster in my closet. State's not good this year. I'm gonna say, hey guys, no, look, that's just your coat hanger that's falling off the rack. There's no monster in there. State's gonna be right there. State will be right there. I promise you that. It's gonna be okay. I'm glad, I'm glad we started this off on a more relaxed, positive, reassuring note. Cause there are some things that were just absolutely unacceptable. I'm going to kind of break down what went over. I'm not a fucking basketball genius. I'm a football genius. I'm not a basketball genius, though, but there are some obvious things that went wrong. For instance, Boo Booey, Northwestern, they shot like 53% from three. Anytime that happens, you are going to have a hell of a time winning that game. It's just, it is what it is. It is what it is. That's the way basketball goes. Look at some night. State's going to shoot 50% and that other team may as well have not showed up. It's all right. And then other nights, they're going to shoot 50%, and we're going to have ourselves a game. That's the difference between MSU, these good teams, and those lower-tier teams. like Northwestern, we show up and shoot 50% from three. Northwestern doesn't have a shot. They don't have a shot to win that game. Northwestern shoots 50%. Obviously, we got killed. But MSU, even if you sh- you have the game of your lives, you're shooting 53% from three. That's what makes good teams. MSU still gonna have a, like they're gonna have a pathway to winning that game. That pathway is gonna involve Rocket Watts, Aaron Henry, and Joey Hauser doing some things. They were terrible. That's gonna involve Tom Izzo understanding like how to rotate his bigs, understanding the fact that Julius Marble is ten times the player Thomas Kithier is, and the fact that Julius Marble should be getting double the minutes Kithier does, not the other way around. Like those things need to happen. The defense needs to be better. Um, can't be fouling like, like we will win some of those games. The other team is going to just go lights out. We're going to lose some because that's just the way it goes, but we will win some of those games and think about this too. Not every night, not every night, but when we play these lower tier teams, like the Northwesterns, like the Wisconsin's on Christmas, like when we play these teams that aren't going to be so great this year. To beat us, they're gonna need to have the night of their lives. They're gonna need to shoot fifty percent. They're gonna need to get calls going their way. Like, they're gonna need that to beat us. And then we still might just fucking win anyway. So, so, so don't like, don't hit the panic button here. Now, we we addressed a few of the issues right off the bat. I don't want to talk about. I mean, they played great. I don't want to talk about Northwestern a ton. They played fucking great. That Boo Boo kid. Loves playing Michigan State like more than he loves his own pa- parents. The guy's unreal against State. He just hits threes. He gets to the lane. He gets fouled. Like he had a couple finishes over Rocket where it was like, I'm sitting there. Great defense, Rocket. That's how you play defense. And he just finished anyway. He he's a hell of a player. He played a great game. Nothing you can do. Some of the other guys, that Barry kid, number three. I don't think he missed the three like it was just automatic. That tall dude, Nance. Also, is he related to Larry Nance on the Cavs? Kind of looked like him. Um, he's just pounding threes like, that's going to happen. That is going to happen. It is what it is. They played great. Credit to them. Their defense was good, too. Like, they played a really good game. And maybe maybe I'm kind of underestimating Northwestern. Maybe at the end of the season they'll be ranked, like, in the top 25, and it's like, oh, shit, okay. I mean, we just lost to a good team. That's all it was. Maybe they'll fucking finish and State will be the only one they win the rest of the season, but obviously that's not going to be the case. Like, things happen we're good. They played a great game. They had a good game plan. Fine. We, we were the reason we lost that game though. That's what I was trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. When, when I say like teams in the future too, later on in this season, teams are going to shoot 50% from three against us. They're going to hit everything. They're going to play the nights of their lives. We're their super bowl. Like that's going to happen again. But the difference is if we do what we are supposed to do better, MSU is going to win a fair amount of those games still. We we shoot the three even remotely better We're in that fucking game. What were we, like 6 for 25 or something, 6 for 26? Like, that's bad. State's not going to do that. And watching the game, too, it's not like we were just jacking up contested threes. 26 threes, I'd say probably, what, like 20 of them, 21, 22, were open threes, where it's like, th- like guys, make those shots. Gabe Brown makes those shots. Foster missed a few. Like he makes those shots. Aaron Henry... The last two years I've seen him make those shots. I don't know what his deal is shooting the ball right now. Still have faith in him. Like he, he, I've seen it the last two years. He can, he's never going to be Foster Lawyer or Gabe Brown beyond the arc, but he's going to, he can be a 30% three point shooter, 30 33%. I've seen it the last two years. There's no reason he shouldn't be getting better early on basketball is a streaky sports like baseball. You'll go two weeks where you can't do anything. And then you'll go two weeks where you're Michael Jordan himself. I still have faith in Aaron. Obviously it'd be nice to see him like start to figure it out here in the seventh game. It is what it is. I still have faith in him. He's maybe our best player. If not top two, top three player, he's going to figure it out. You got to have faith in him because if you want this team or you believe this team's going to go where we all think it will, then we're going to need Aaron Henry to figure it out. So there's no sense in, jump jumping ship on him. We're going to make more threes as a team. Um, we, got, we shot eight foul shots. I don't know how many Northwestern shot, probably like 20. Felt like they were getting whistles all night. Again, like that's not always going to happen. Again, regardless of that, we still had a shot. But the defense, the defense and Izzo's rotations are really the two things where you can point to it and be like, what the fuck is going on here? Because they're simple fixes. It's effort and it's Izzo opening his eyes. Like we all see it on Twitter. All you can see, you scroll through MSU Hoop's Twitter during that game, all you see is Marble is better than Kithier. Why marble? Why Kithier not Marble? Like that's all you see. Izzo's a smart dude. He's the coach. He watched that game too. Like he if if we play Wisconsin on Friday and Kithier's still getting more than half of the minutes with Marble, then it's then it becomes a concern because it's like, A, does Izzo not see what's happening? The fact that Marble can do more than Kithier can in every which way. He's far more efficient and he's better defensively. Like, either Izzo, it's it's startling that you can't see that, or for some reason, I don't know if it's because Marble is a dick to him or if he doesn't like him or what, but then it becomes, for some reason, Izzo's refusing to play Marble and is just, based on some principle, he's playing Kithier. That remains to be seen. Friday, Friday against Wisconsin, we will see. And then defense, it's just effort. Just move your feet. Just communicate. Just stick with your guy. Don't get lazy and let backdoor cuts go by. Don't get lazy and, and not hedge your screen. Or don't get lazy and hedge a little bit, but forget that like you can slip a pick, and it's an easy layup if you let him. Like, Don't forget that. like A guy who's hitting all his threes, <clears throat> Boo-Boo, Barry, <clears throat> don't like lose your man, Aaron Henry. There are multiple times where Aaron Henry's just not covering his man. It's like when we played – was it Oakland, the Rashawn Williams kid who had like 30 points all on threes, and then you watch and Aaron Henry's just like ball watching, and next thing you know, the guy's shooting an open three. Like, just don't do that. Stay engaged. So it's fixable. It's fixable. That's why you should feel good. It's fixable, and it's defensive, which you know Izzo refuses. He refuses to allow his defenses to be bad. So it's, it's, it's right in our wheelhouse of fixing. I have faith in Izzo making the proper adjustments to the rotation, and I have faith in Izzo realizing, hey, the reason I'm Tom Izzo, the reason MSU is MSU is because we play fucking defense. Like, I don't care how many stars you got. I don't care where you're from. I don't care if you're going to the NBA or not. If you come to Michigan State, you're going to play defense. Whether you score points, you don't score points, you're LeBron, it doesn't matter. You come here, you're going to learn how to play defense, and you're going to do it well. That's Michigan State basketball. That's what we fucking do. So it's right in our wheelhouse to fix. So about that, like that's why I say take a deep breath. Happens every year. They didn't like we got time, we got time, and it's two things. Izzo is very familiar with: a, learning how to play as guys, and b, fucking coaching defense. Like that's what we got. The thing, six for twenty-six from three. Like shit happens. Sometimes you just don't make shots. It is what it is. You've gone to the gym. You played high school basketball. You shot hoops a lifetime. Sometimes you just don't make shots. just is what it is. You're just off. You have a bad day. Fuck it. It it makes it a lot tougher when Rocket Watts, Aaron Henry, and Joey Hauser all decide to have bad days on the same day. That doesn't help. But sometimes it happens. You just have a bad day. Rocket, like, he was just out of it. Aaron, I still thought offensively he played pretty well, just couldn't make anything. He missed a couple right-handed finishes like Aaron Henry finishes at the rim. Okay. Sorry. Cutting into my rant. I got distracted here. Um, I had to talk to my parents for a second. So quick ad, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to do this to you. Quick ad. And then I'm going to get right back to it. State hoops. We're going to get into it. And I promise you, we leave on a happy note. I'm sorry. (laughs) All right. Enjoy. Sorry about that. I was interrupted a bit, but anyways, I lost my train of thought a bit, So I'm coming in a little softer. Um, Aaron Henry, he missed a couple he missed a couple right-handed drives that Aaron Henry finishes those. Like he's such an athletic freak. He lives around the rim. He's so lanky that the ball's just right there. He's gonna finish those. He missed two of those layups where it's like, bro, you gotta make it. And it was during the time the momentum was starting to swing. Rocket Watts, what was he? Like one for nine, one for ten. He's he's not gonna He's not going to shoot that badly most nights. Like, he's he's much better than that. He's going to make a couple of those threes. I don't know why he didn't really try getting into the lane as much. Obviously, in the second half, Northwestern started playing the zone. But I'm not sure initially when they were manning us up why Rocket wasn't able to get in the lane. I can't really, like, was he just not making the effort? Was he not trying? Was he getting stifled? I remember he shot a couple of those moving floaters, you know, Usually he'll hit a couple of those missed a couple mid range. I remember he had one bad shot where it was early in the clock. I think we had cut it. It was in the second half when it looked like we might make a run and we had cut it. We were on like a nine Oh run and we had cut it to eight. I want to say, and early in the shot clock, he just took a contested mid range too. And it was like, "Mm." he missed it. And again, so like he makes those a fair amount. I'd say like rockets, very good shooter, but he missed it. And it was like, ah, That's a tough miss right there on that shot early in the shot clock. So he kind of forcing it, maybe it wasn't going. I think it was more of early on when it wasn't going. Then later on, he was like, come on, like, I got to get a bucket. I got to get my first bucket. He ended up hitting that three very late. It was already over, but that was nice to see. Just, I don't know, something going into Wisconsin. He hit that last shot. Like maybe he feels like he got out of the funk, whatever funk it was in. So hopefully it doesn't carry over to the next game. But he's not going to have those nights very often. He's a very fucking good basketball player. Like, we know what Rocket Watts is. They, he had a bad night. Like, we got we to gotta remember we have these guys. We know who Rocket Watts is. He's not going to go one for ten or one for nine. And kind of – I thought his defense wasn't that bad, actually. I know Izzo and the commentators, for whatever reason, kept saying he was having a bad, bad night on both sides of the ball. Um, I thought defensively Rocket played okay, though. I mean, it wasn't outstanding that that uh, Bowie could hit a couple shots on him. where, Like I said earlier, I thought he played good defense. I think Henry was more the defensive liability, like I said, losing his guy and stuff. So I don't know if Izzo was just taking some of that out on Rocket or he was just mad he wasn't hitting shots. But Rocket's going to hit shots. He's not going to miss like that. And then Joey Hauser, he made a few. I mean, he didn't play as badly as the other two. Um, He's still again like he missed a couple shots, especially the, the what we've seen him do these past couple weeks. Like a, a three for him is just we put it on the board. We don't even think about it. Oh, Joey, how's it three? Okay, well, fucking count it. That's a three. Um, I thought he, I thought he was better. I thought he was better, but still not great. Again, defensively, it's I have a hard time like judging Hauser's defensive play. It's tough because he does bring so much offensively. Where it's like, I don't. He kind of fucking. I know I said, "Is oh, you got to play defense," but I'm like, it kind of doesn't matter what his defense is like because this guy's fucking great offensively. But I feel like he's not bad. He's not great. I mean, like Aaron Henry, when he's on, is an elite defender. He's one of the best defenders in the in college, for sure. The Big Ten, but in college, he's he's. Aaron Henry can fucking play defense when he's feeling himself and when he's locked in rocket Watts too, not to the level of Henry because Henry brings so much with like the steals and the blocks, but rocket your, your best guard. Like when rockets locked in, he's going to make it difficult on him. I think, I think to be totally honest already in this year, rockets had a few games where I'm like, he, I felt like he played great defense all night and they're like the guy he's guarding just makes a few shots. Like, he's, they're taking jumpers, and, you know, Rocket's obviously not blocking it, but he's, like, right there. I mean, he's right there. He's got his hand in his face. Going to the hoop, like, very few times does Rocket Watts give an easy layup up, especially if there's not a screener, if it's just one-on-one iso ball. Never will Rocket Watts give up an easy layup. Like, that guy yesterday at Boo Booey, there were a couple times where he was doing, like, the Xavier Simpson hook shot where it's like, bro, that was good defense. So rocket, like he can play defense too, and then Gabe Brown, long, athletic, he'll play defense. Marble, Kithier, Bingham, he brings the blocks. He's still kind of like brother. It's the year three, man. You got to learn. Like heads in the clouds, but Hauser just doesn't bring a ton, especially when you compare him to the to the house or to uh, Henry and and Rocket. I guess he's just there, which you know it is what it is. It's just more so from them three, like when they lose their man, like Henry, when he just like lets his guy run around the screen and it's like, dude, come on, there's a game going on, bro. Like, cause then you see him and we played, we play the Notre Dame game and we play Duke where when he's like fucking, I don't know if he's like, sometimes he takes Adderall before the game. Sometimes he doesn't, but when he's locked in, it's like this dude, there's three of them. There's three of them, is what it feels like. He's everywhere, dude. He's he's fucking stealing it from guys in the post. He's just getting his hands on it because he's long as as all hell. Like he's coming from behind, the guy thinks he's got a, a pump fake and a layup, and Aaron Henry just comes off his man and stuffs it back down his pie hole. Like when he's there, he's there. And then don't even you can't even talk about what his guy's gonna do. If Aaron Henry's locked in on defense the guy's guarding isn't going to do anything. He's maybe going to hit, like, just ridiculous threes. That's it. That's the only thing he's going to do. Maybe hit ridiculous threes. Like, Aaron Henry is a man possessed when he's all the way there on defense. I think I said earlier this year in one of these podcasts, the difference between, like, what we were seeing in those early games where it was like, holy shit, this team plays defense, it was – Aaron Henry just flying around like a madman, just wreaking havoc, forcing turnovers, making everything tough. It starts and ends with him. It really does. It starts and ends with him because he's almost like, obviously not LeBron, obviously not LeBron, but I'm saying that quality where a lot of what makes him great defensively is just he's so athletic. He can get from point A to point B like that, and when he gets there, he is going to go very high into the air. like He's he's just super athletic where he can affect even if it isn't on just his guy he's so fast and he can create angles where he can just make plays that like on guys that aren't his guy because he's just cooking around so he's a difference maker the defense is tough now the other thing the rotation if you watch the games and it's not just tonight or last night it's it's the Duke game too. It was obvious. It's Mercy and it's Oakland like what is like I'm sorry. I hate to not bags. I'm not bagging on him but kind of talk about a guy who seems like a good dude. But Thomas Kithier, what does he bring to the table, man? I'm sorry. What does he bring to the table? Like he's not bad by no means is he bad. But, you know, he doesn't really score He doesn't really pass. He doesn't really dribble. Plays a little bit of defense, but I don't know. Like, what's – and then you put Julius Marble in. All of a sudden, he's stepping out and hitting mid-range jump shots. All of a sudden, he's going up and getting a rebound and drawing a foul. All of a sudden, the layup pass – or the pass to him on a cut where it should just be an easy dunk, he's not passing it back out to Foster Lawyer. He's just dunking it. Like that play from Kithier alone, that's evidence enough. That's that's like right there. He gets that pass. I can't remember who threw him the pass. I think it was Langford. I think it was Langford threw him a pass from like the top of the key right down low. And Kithier, like either like he had the dunk, like Marble's dunking it, Bingham's dunking it, Malik Hall's at least trying to dunk it. He's right there. And he just throws it out to Foster Lawyer. And it's like, dude, you gotta fucking put that up, bro. Like, you got to go up with that because guess what? You're either going to dunk it or you're going to get fouled, dude. And if you don't, at least you tried. Like, you can't make that pass. And you know for a fact, you know for a fact that Julius Marble's going straight up with that. He's trying to jam it down. He's going up with that honey bit, baby. Julius Marble's putting that boy up and he's putting it in probably. He just brings like another level of aggression to the game, another element. Like, we're – if we want this team to be, fucking, I'll say it. I'll fucking say it right now. You don't. You think I won't? If you want this team to be what we think, a national champion, if you want this team to be that, we're gonna need to bring something at the four or five. If you're counting Hauser as the four, either or, we're gonna need to bring something else there. We know what Rocket's bringing at the one, right? We know a Langford. We know what he's bringing. He's going to bring the shooting at the two. Henry's going to bring the everything at the three when he's on. Hauser's going to bring the scoring, like ISO scoring at the four. Kithier's not bringing anything to the dance. All right, I'm going to go with Julius Marble. You got to. He's bringing rebounding, tougher rebounding, more athleticism, more the way, just the way he's playing, like confidence, aggression, like, Julius Marble will shoot. If you leave him open, he's just going to shoot. And he's been making them. Like those little, he loves those baseline mid range jump shots. Bro, fucking yeah, keep shooting, my guy. Like, and I love that he's down to shoot. Okay, you leave me open up. It's like Thomas Kithier offensively is what Foster Lawyer was last year, where it's like, I don't, you almost look like you don't even want to score. Like, you don't, don't give me, don't give me the ball on offense. What are you doing? Like, you don't want that. Marble looks like he wants the ball. Marble looks like he gets it in the post. He thinks he's going to score. Marble looks like a ball's up for a rebound. He thinks he's coming down with it. Like, I love that. We need to bring that. I think the biggest, the other biggest error in, in our mishap and that lost us the game outside of the defense was simply that. Marble, it's time. Like, Marble needs to get Kithier's minutes. It is what it is. I don't know. It is what it is, I feel. I feel like most people agree with me, so me saying this, I don't think is outrageous or anything. But I think it is what it is. I think it's time. Like, we got Marble. Like, Marble needs his minutes. Marble probably should be starting right now. Right? You're not going to start Bingham right now. I mean, he didn't play defense at all against Northwestern. And he's just so – like, when he's good, he's good. But when he's off, man, it is it is noticeable. I think Bingham – leave him as the first man off the bench. And then Kithier, fourth man. I don't know. Sissoko, I guess – too early to call. I, I want Sissoko to play. I would love to see him get a few minutes like of actual during the game run, not with two minutes left. I know he already kind of looks like he stumbles around a little bit where he's like not exactly sure what he's supposed to be doing on defense, which obviously is an issue. But the guy has already showed us flashes where it's like, oh, my God, that guy's athletic. That guy's long. That guy can block shots. That guy is – a 250-pound brick wall that you will not move if you run into. He won't. He's like fucking Steven Adams with it for these college guys. He is. He's ridiculous. When he's – like, he shows the flashes, but a lot of times it is the, oh, man, this guy's out of position so badly I can't even watch. But I'd like to see Suzoko – like, again, we just – need like, to win it all, Thomas Cather is not going to get it done. What's going to get it done is – Oh man, Malik Hall's been really good too, actually. He might be my first man off the bench. I love that guy. He's similar to Marble, I think, which I like. Like they both look like they want the ball. They're ready to go. Like they're they're trying to bring something to the table. They're at least fucking trying. They know they need to bring something to the table. That's what I love about Malik Hall and Marble. Like they're fucking down to play. It's awesome. I think here on out, I I I'm gonna be a little disappointed at least if he doesn't make a change. Like, I would say if he starts Hall, because Hall still probably has a little bit more experience. He's kind of proved it maybe more. If, like, start Hall, maybe. But I think it's got to be Rocket at the 1, Langford at the 2, and at some point maybe start fiddling with Henry at the 2, Gabe at the 3. I wouldn't hate seeing that lineup. But it's going to be Rocket 1, Langford 2, Henry 3, Hauser 4, Marble 5. That's what I would like to see it be this Friday. I think let's let's give Marble a shot. Let's see what this team looks like with him playing more minutes. Let's see it. And again, going back to what I just said, a, a lineup of Rocket at the one, Henry at the two, Gabe at the three, Hauser at the four, Marble at the five. I'd like to see that team ball as well. Like that t- the defense on that team. Are you kidding me? On that those five guys out, Gabe, Marble, Henry and Rocket. And then Hausers like he can do his job. The defense. are you the the, the fucking rim protection, brother. And then the offense. Rocket can create and shoot. Henry can create. Hopefully then shooting comes along. Gabe can shoot like nobody's business. And here and there, he can cut. He's a very good cutter. And here and there, he'll create. He'll take a step-off jumper. He'll take a pull-up. He'll come off a screen and hit one. Like He'll do that too. And then Hauser will do it all. And when he's shooting, no chance. You don't have a shot. You're dead in the water. If Hauser's hitting his threes, you're dead in the water. And then marble at the five he's gonna shoot the mid-range if you leave him open um and he's gonna finish inside or he's at least gonna make you follow him and he's gonna contend for every single rebound that goes up like his motor he'll it'll just go like he's not gonna be he's not gonna get soft on you I promise you that I promise you that I'd love to see that lineup but we'll see I feel so much better now (laughs) oh man I feel way better about this team about this team after that little run through. Like, think about what we got, dude. Guys, state fans, my Spartan dogs, we're sitting on a gold mine here. Did you hear the names I just talked through? We're sitting on a gold mine. This team's going to be fucking fine, baby. I like where we're at. I'd like to see a little bit of the, yeah, Marble get more PT and let's play some of those long defensive lineups and, oh, man, let's get fucking nice with it. Feel good about this team. If you're in panic mode, like, relax. We're going to be a good squad. Big game, Friday, Wisconsin. Let's get out, Let's get in the win column. Big game. It's on fucking Christmas, baby. Don't let me down, man. <laughs> I can't take a Christmas where State loses. My family's going to hate me even more than they already do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be a good game, folks. It will be a good game. I promise you. Oh, well, that's all I got. I think today. I mean, we're going to be good, man. I feel great now. Um. So tomorrow, the college football playoff standings came out this week. People didn't like them. I saw them there. I don't know how those decisions get made. Like, why is this podcast just me talking about decisions that I don't know how they get made? The college football playoff. My God. What are we thinking folks? So I might do one tomorrow. That's just breaking down. Like, I don't know my thoughts on the college football playoff, I guess. Um, I mean, there's not much going on with Christmas and shit. No crazy football games. The lines are out of it. State football's done. We're winding down. Pistons play Thursday. So we're in, we're in a, like the one week of in between. No, no state football, nothing else, just the pointless Lions. So we're going to mix it up a little bit this week. We're going to get creative this week. Um, Yes. So look forward to that. Um, And then, yeah, I said the Christmas ones. Yeah. So college football playoff tomorrow and then the Christmas ones later. I appreciate everybody listening. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, baby. You're almost there. Let's get it done. Um, At Nick second string, Twitter at the period, second period string, Instagram, the second string, Detroit at gmail.com. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it.